Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Hey, FFP ladies, welcome back to this week's mini-sode. It is your happy hour. It's my happy hour, and I am here for it. I swear that these um, mini-sodes are really for me and not for you because I just find them, (laughs) the self-talk that I have, it's really I'm talking to myself, is um, really encouraging and helping me in my week and all, especially today's episode is really for me, but um, it's also kind of distracting because I have two cameras on me right now. (laughs) I have one regular camera that I'm trying to figure out how it works. Nicole and I were uh, recording over the weekend and it just would stop. (laughs) It would just stop recording. Um, So that was frustrating. And so I eventually just pulled out my phone and just recorded a big section of what we were talking about um, just to get, you know, video and content and, you know, all that, you know, influencer jargon. (laughs) Um, So I keep checking myself out (laughs) and I'm shaking the whole table. I got to stop. Anyway, um, it is your Wednesday, June 14th. And this past week for me was actually pretty good. It's just barely over a week into the new apartment with my boyfriend. (laughs) And um, we've just been getting rid of stuff and purging, well, purging his stuff. And he feels that it's just been a little unfair because we're only getting rid of his stuff. And I'm like, well, I kind of did this already, but... You know, trying to combine things is always a challenge, but I'm so happy. And it's also really nice not having to be like, whose house are we going to? Uh, What are we doing? What's the plan? Um, It taught us great communication skills. It taught us to really check in with each other a lot, um, which I think he's already kind of like that, which I really appreciate. But um, it's nice. This living here (laughs) together is like we don't have to talk about that. So for me personally, it's just there's a certain amount of stress that hasn't been put on my shoulders of like coordinating, planning when I'm already doing that so much with, you know, my fitness goals, like especially with tracking and then working out, getting my steps in and like, okay, (laughs) what's going to get prioritized right now? So uh, yeah, and also my sleeping has gotten so much better. It's I think I know why. Um, Before, in my little teeniest studio apartment, you know, my TV, everything's right there in the same room. And um, I would go to bed watching TV, which was, I knew, we all know that's not a great habit, but I just got so used to doing that 
um, in my early 20s when, for one, I could because I wasn't allowed to have a TV in my room when I was growing up. And then I moved out the second I got married. <laughs> we had one in our bedroom. And then um, going through my divorce was also like, whoa, don't want to fall asleep alone. <laughs> don't want to. Don't want to fall asleep thinking about all my problems and sadness. <laughs> yeah. Um, aside from that. So it was just a quick, easy habit that I got into. And um, being in my last apartment wasn't easy. So being here, I we were both agreed, like, we don't want one in our bedroom. And um, even with... And the other element that also doesn't help with my sleep is my cats. You know... I, I used to kick him out whenever I would have an actual door to the room, but for a long time I didn't have that, so I just had to get used to it and deal with it, um, <clears throat> but now I kind of contemplated, like, should I do that? In the past, they, like, hated it, so they would meow, and that, that was even worse because it was loud, and I would still have to get up and let them in, or, you know, if I was able to put them outside, which they liked, but anyway, so... I decided to not do that being here, and Mark is okay with it. He kind of, like, loves my cats. He's, like, kind of like a cat guy now, which I'm here for. <laughs> You're always nervous about that with um, being a, a pet parent, right? And, um, you know, having your partner like them and also not be allergic to them, which is nice but so I'm letting them in the bedroom and Jasmine, my black and white kitty, oh, I don't know where she's at. Uh, she's definitely all over me. She's been a lot more needy this past week and definitely been all over me during the night. So has Walter. Um, and that has kept me up, but for, there's just a, a certain element, an extra element of my sleep that just has just been transformed and I love it. I'm naturally waking up earlier without feeling the dread of, getting up and being kind of grumpy. I'm not a grumpy morning person, but no one likes getting up early if, if we're going to be real here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this past week and a half-ish has been really incredible, and I'm so grateful and blessed to have this apartment, have the love that I do for this man somehow. Um, ooh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Uh, he would love it, though. He he likes being complimented, as do I, so I get it. But so this next week, actually, we're going to Phoenix, for those of you who've been there or are from there, maybe. we uh, My brother, his wife's family lives there, so for their baby's second birthday, we're going down there for their family, her side of the family, and uh, having a good time. They have a big old pool pretty excited but they are Mexican and if we all know we all know we know they like to do it they like to have fun and that's why I'm so in love with Latin American culture uh just because they just spice up life man I love it um but they stay up too late they drink way too much but I love that oh yeah I could do that I can I can do that but I won't because I don't want to <laughs> It doesn't align with my goals. <laughs> it doesn't. Plus, I, I'm sick of being miserable in the mornings. You know, I want to wake up with that pep in my step and not being like, bro, let's get some Taco Bell. All right. What are we talking about today? Oh, okay. 
today's a great episode. Today's a great topic. Um, I channeled my inner Jen Sincero. I don't know if you guys know who she is. I actually have her book right here, if you're watching. She is the author of You Are a Badass, and then You Are a Badass at Making Money, which You Are a Badass at Making Money was the first book that I read a while a long time ago, and that got me to quit the job that I had at the time to achieve my dreams. And um, although I didn't achieve those dreams, I'm achieving different dreams. So uh, then I read this one, You Were a Badass, and I think that is just such a great book. It's so funny, it's witty and lighthearted, um, but also, you know, has that real talk in it, if you will. because it's, I think it's a great first book for people who, one, aren't readers and also want to, you know, do something in the self-help um, category, I guess. I That word is, is difficult. There's that, what's that other one? Oh, I can't remember what the other name of that is. But for anybody that is interested in, like, reading that sort of category, but would feel maybe overwhelmed with what the subject is going to be or, you know, just anything. This is a great start because it's funny and it really is a great start in getting that self-awareness up um, and noticing how you talk to yourself, noticing um, the sort of people that are in your life and, um, you know, just things like that. Just, Just really starting to um, flip that switch of, okay, what's what's going on in my life, you know, looking at it from a outside perspective. And I think it's really great. And so what she also talks a lot about is courage. Um, courage is like, I think when we think about um, confidence, we'll look at somebody who has a lot of confidence. They can do this or look silly and make fun of themselves or wear that bathing suit or just not afraid to make a fool of themselves in a fun way or whatever you would define confidence as um, when you're looking at it. But confidence, I think, the way I like to describe it is that confidence is courage, especially for things... Oh, a great example is Rosetta. (laughs) We just did her episode, and she talked a lot about, um, obviously, her history, her past, how she started out in the fitness world and all that stuff, and she's just the cutest little little person and you know her personality is naturally to um, serve others to please others and uh, so it can be hard to put herself first and when she started out going into the gym like I think for everybody walking into the gym for the first time is pretty intimidating Every there, everybody there seems to be so comfortable and you don't want to get in their way. You don't want to look like a fool. You don't want any attention on yourself. Um, but, you know, everybody started somewhere. And the more you start out on this journey, the more steps you take forward, the more confident you become. Confidence isn't always something that's just there, especially with things like this, with learning how to track, um, learning this specific exercise, Um, finding your way around the gym, whatever it is that you find yourself kind of like (gasps) about, (laughs) it takes time. And I think I heard a great quote the other day that was like, excuse me, um, anything is difficult. What was it? Um, 
you, you can perceive something as difficult because you don't understand it. And the minute you begin to understand it, it's not difficult anymore. They were um, doing that in a different context, but it's great for this context as well. But I really believe that confidence is courage, just having the courage to take that little baby step. And I think um, being in people who are intimidated by the gym is a great example of this, that if you can get yourself through the door, I've been through it. I'm a very confident person in so many areas of my life. Um, but there was a time when I wasn't comfortable in the gym. I would, I would kind of stare at this like machine from far off and observe somebody else doing it to learn so I didn't have to look like an idiot or break my finger while trying to do something. And um, I had that time in my life where I was not confident in the gym. I didn't know how to do a squat. I didn't want to look like a fool. Um, but I kept going. You know, I kept moving forward. I kept trying it, and I had some people help me out, um, tell me what to do, and show me how to do it. Uh, and you know, it takes. And now, and I also would just start out in you know, like a little corner. I would do what I knew was comfortable, and you know, that's okay as long as you don't stay in your comfort zones, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true. But I would stay in like a corner of the gym. You know, making sure that everything I needed was right there. I could do my workout, one, not be in everybody's way or somebody's way or uh, anything like that. As long as my little corner was here, I could kind of do what I needed to do and then leave. <laughs> and uh, that worked for me. And I know that that can work for um, other people as well. And I just think that, you know, this topic, this example really is, is a good Example of what I'm talking about. Um, and when we start to like think about what we want and what we want to do and what we desire, it can be hard to take those first steps. That's why the people who are a part of the FitFem project, I just commend so much, um, especially depending on their, their background and just what the, where they've come from. Um, it's always a big step to get help in any capacity. Um, and it, it helps you overcome your limiting beliefs. I think this is a really, really big thing to talk about um, because we can say that we want to lose 25 pounds or do that triathlon that you've been daydreaming about, um, but we find ourselves going in circles, still not getting what we want or doing what we know we want to do because our subconscious minds, right, are still holding on to those limiting beliefs. So in order to overcome those limiting beliefs, we must first understand what they are. And some, some of you that might take some therapy <laughs> to figure it out. But um, for others, it may be a little bit easier depending on where you're at. But um, here's, a, here's a way to help. If you could just like write down or if you're driving, just think about the thing that you've been wanting to achieve, like losing 25 pounds, for example, write down or think about five things that come to mind that you tell yourself instantly. Like you don't think to think about it. It just comes to your head instantly when you think I, I got to go to the starting Monday. We're going to do it. We're going to start tracking and we're going to go to the gym five times a week. Um, but what comes up for you? What comes up to your mind that tells you you can't? You may not be aware of these thoughts. Actually, Nicole and I just talked about this. Right, Nicole? We just kind of talked about this. <laughs> we haven't published that episode yet, but we talk a lot about 
Oh, I'm going to butcher it. Just the difference between, you know, different parts of her mind. That's just all I'm going to say about it. Because she can say it just so well. She's like, a, she's like she's reading off of a script or something. Just, But she's not because I'm there and she's just talking from her brain. Anyway, she's super smart. So... <laughs> Some of you might be easier to connect to your subconscious mind as far as what you are telling yourself, those limiting beliefs, Um, and you will have to dig deep. It's more than just, I don't have time, or healthy food is too expensive. Um, What are the stories, like ask yourself, what are the stories that were told to you growing up, whether it was like directly or indirectly? Um, Was food a safety net in your family? Or was exercising or something like that associated with something negative in your past? Like, what is it? Ask yourself questions. The more you can ask yourself, the more answers you can find, believe it or not. Um, Or was there a traumatizing um, event that caused your health to go downhill? That happens for a lot of people where um, a death of somebody they decided to just fuck it all. What's life anymore, you know? And uh, whatever it is for you, just ask yourself and explore it and start to change the narrative because you can. You can write your own story. You can write the future for yourself. It's, and it takes time. It's hard. It's easier said than done. And stop underestimating yourself. That's the big thing is that we're so much more powerful than we believe ourselves to be because we believe these limiting beliefs. We've been told that mom or ex-husband that said you are ugly or fat or, you know, horrible people do exist in the world, unfortunately. And we have to take what we've been told and say that that's not true. It's just not. It's it's not. Um, I'll give you a good example, a personal example, something I'm dealing with right now. It's not health related. Um, this is the first thing, at least, that I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, my personal example is I've always wanted to learn Spanish. It, I'm just fascinated by people who um, are bilingual. I've always wanted, ever since I can remember, I've always wanted to learn Spanish. I've been fascinated and in love with the culture and I've also, you know, if and when I have children, want to be able to have them be bilingual growing up. Okay, where was I? (laughs) Um, My boyfriend had came home from work and for like lunch and I totally forgot. So I see or I hear the door opening and I just had to stop. And then, oh gosh. All day it's been like this. I swear. I hope everybody's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, he walked through the door. We had lunch together, and then I had to do uh, our FitFem project team meeting, and then I had to do another work call, and then like so, it's been like an hour and a half for me. Um, Anyway, I'm glad I can still get this finished. So I do remember where I left off. Um, I was talking about my own personal experience with having to change the narrative to in order to meet certain goals or achieve something that I've been wanting to do or just do something I've been wanting to do. So, um, which was learning Spanish. So like I said, I'd been wanting 
it's just something I've always been wanting to do and to learn. I think it's such a valuable skill. And, you know, if and when I have children, I want them to be bilingual because, I mean, every, everybody wishes that they were bilingual. It's, it's just so valuable. So anyway, I, um, but why haven't I done that yet? I'm 32, right? Yeah, I'm 32 and I still, my, my vocabulary dictionary for Spanish has um, barely moved an inch, if you will. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I know stops me and holds me back is, I, it is hard, it is something that's hard, but in, especially learning as a, um, an adult, Nope, I'm getting a phone call. Lord Almighty. Uh, anyway, to learn as an adult. And uh, so it's not like I haven't done anything hard before, right? But I do know, unfortunately, that one of the things that I learned growing up was that I just wasn't smart. I. It's not that my family was yelling at me that I am dumb and I can never remember or never learn anything, things like that. Um, it was just, it was subconscious. It was my teachers telling me every year, Caitlin, we have to relearn this thing over and over. Why don't you remember it? Or, um, my brothers or parents, I don't know why my brothers helped me with my math homework. That was a bad move on their part because <laughs> that traumatized me further, but they'd yell at me. My parents would just get frustrated. Like, why don't you get this? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, so all this like anxiety around learning something um, or remembering things was a part of my story, unfortunately. And so it and that is really difficult to get out of that, you know, actually, I am a smart person. I am very intelligent. I can learn new things. I have done very many hard things. So like, why now? It's okay to um, and, you know, especially as kids in school. You're so afraid to look dumb in front of the class. You never raise your hand because you're afraid to get it wrong. Um, so that that's also part of it, that um, fear of just looking dumb and not... But as, how many times have I looked dumb in front of people with something I didn't know, right? And it's okay. And I've heard from, you know, native speakers, and even when I went to Mexico a few years ago, they loved that they would speak it to you. They loved that, and they would help you, and they thought it was great. Um, and I would do the same thing to somebody who's trying to learn English. So, like, what is my fucking problem? <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to get on my lesson today after I'm done recording. But anyway, so that is kind of what I'm talking about in my own little example of, you know, what are the stories that you're telling yourself that are stopping you? And, you know, what's one small step you can take today? Like right now, as soon as I'm done recording, now that I've hyped myself up, I'm going to do a little Spanish lesson. And my boyfriend speaks um, pretty well. He says not fluently, but I, I would think so. But um, I know and he would love to help me there. And he wants to get better at it, too. So it's not like I have anything telling me that I shouldn't, except for myself, right? So I hope that's, like, encouraging and kind of helps peel back the layers of your little heart, your little mind, to start asking yourself more questions as to, you know, what is stopping you from you know, doing this thing or achieving that or just taking one step toward what you like to do, one step that is in alignment with your goal or your dreams or your desires, right? And over time, what does that look like? Wow, you look like an expert. You can speak fluently. Like, what? <laughs> 
anyway um but yeah I just I hope that helps sorry for the um interruption but if you guys want more encouragement or tips or advice you know just email me your thoughts feelings questions I want to start doing this um and being able to read this on live well live for me but on the podcast being able to read your questions your stories your thoughts things that you've overcome things you want help with y'all anything nothing is off the table email me at the podcast email which is fffpod at gmail.com so that's fffpod at gmail.com and I will you know once we gather some enough to do a mini-sode I will do that so I look forward to hearing from you guys and everybody. I hope you have a great week. It's been a great start to the summer so far. Um, and I will see you guys in that Facebook group. So don't forget to go there where you can get some more, um, tips and tricks, (laughs) all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, so y'all have a great rest of the week and we'll chat at you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the Fit Fem Project Alignment Podcast.